Hi. It's Adele and Zoe. And welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right, whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele and Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. We start each episode with an epidimeric. That is the episode in a limerick. So this is something that Adele is going to prepare for us each week. Uh, so Adele, would you like to take it away with your epidemic? I, I would like to take it away. This was quite hard. I had to do this a few times. Oh. So I'm hoping that you're going to think it's all right. <laughs> Here we too. go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ross and Rachel jump back in life's game to find out things aren't quite the same. Barry's crying no more, while Ross's baby makes four, and somehow poor Monica's to blame. Oh, that's good. Is that's it? good. Yeah, you cover. You got. Uh, you got Monica's in there. You know, her parents are mad at her. That very well explains the episode. You've got obviously Ross and Rachel jumping back into life after both their marriages are broken up. Good. How does baby makes four work for you? Uh, well. At first I thought, but there's not four of them because they don't have two kids. But you're saying four because we have got Carol, Susan, Ross and baby makes four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three's going to be very good. Works. Yeah, yeah. I like the rhymes. Good, because that took me ages. <laughs> did it? Is that not enough reaction for the, <laughs> yeah. the, the return on the amount of time yeah, it took? exactly. So the one with the sonogram. Uh, the episode recap, let's have a look IMDB, what have they got to say about it? Uh, it's pretty brief, so Ross finds out his ex-wife is pregnant. Rachel returns her engagement ring to Barry. Monica becomes stressed when her and Ross's parents come to visit. So that's the IMDB one, so that kind of puts it in a very yep. factual nutshell, doesn't it? Yeah. Netflix. Factual. A factual. <laughs> A fact shell, if you will. Uh, Netflix recap. Uh, Ross finds out his ex-wife is pregnant and they argue about her choice of last name. Oh my God. <laughs> Isn't that crap? <laughs> Who's doing that job? That is, I mean... That, I would totally do that job That is the world's most dream job. 
watch Netflix <laughs> and summarize the bloody summarize, episode. Yeah, you have to watch every single episode of things on Netflix and summarize it, and that's yeah, what they that's chose. That's what they get. That is like what a couple of sentences at the end of the episode where they talk about the choice of last name. What? Right, it's crapping it. Yeah, we do lo- absolutely love Netflix and would die without yes, it. Yes, we but would the, like the, that. But the recap of that was, and we would like that job, please. Yeah, we'll do it. We did that job. Well. Yeah. So that's the recap. Mm. What, though, I know you're wondering, yeah. what do the public think of this episode? I can exclusively reveal to you. <laughs> exclusively <laughs> by Googling <laughs> in a way that no to other you. person can. To oh, you. right, okay. It does not feature in <gasps> Ranker.com's top 100 uh-uh. episodes. And on IMDb, now, tell me what you think about this, Zoe, because it scores 8.2 out of 10 on average. I'd right. like to tell you the number of responses, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's almost at the bottom of the table. It is 19th. Yes, look, I wish you could see everybody, Zoe's face, because she's shocked. I wish it's you could too. It's 19th. Treat people. 19th. Face for podcasting. Out yeah. of 24, and ranks equally with the one where the monkey gets away. Okay. And just explain this, these stats to me a little bit more. This is out of the season correct okay so it's pretty much From the worst one. of season one uh yeah i mean 19 of 24 yeah so yeah, yeah definitely in the bottom turtle i see fine all right well that's not very um so to explain to me your jaw dropping when i'm ex- t- telling you that how is that contrasting them with your own feelings uh no it's not actually oh <laughs> You're so just a very easily easily shot person uh maybe because maybe because i was thinking oh yeah i'm not such a big fan of uh this episode and i just feel so just reaffirmed that, oh. that people people agree with me this is quite a strong one for me really yeah why well maybe we should talk about maybe, some stuff maybe, yeah. that end of episode <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> We disagree at the end. Yeah. I, there are probably two, no, there are, oh, there are lots, loads of things I love about this episode. Number one, mm. you're properly in the swing of it now. You are in the groove of how Friends is going to be for the rest of your life. Because it's... Not the rest of the season, not the rest of, the rest of your life. No, it yeah, is, okay. it is, I, and actually when I came back to watch this again, I... Didn't, hadn't quite clicked that it was episode two. There's so many bits in this oh. where I think they feel, it feels much more familiar, much more further on. For example, the whole bit with Monica and Ross and their parents, which mm. I just adore that. <laughs> I think it's absolutely brilliant. We might come back to that yeah. in, when we're talking about our favourite joke. Spoiler alert. So that's brilliant. Also, it is just joke after joke after joke after joke. Like, I just oh think it's Oh my God, this is so, so different to what funny. I think. Really? Totally. Like, the pilot, I really laughed a lot of that one. But this one, I feel what's going on here is that they they are trying to progress the narrative. There's they, They've ended the pilot with this uh, realm of opportunities and potential. And so now they're like, right, okay, Ross, what happens next? Rachel, what happens next? She's got to give the ring. And... and and in pushing forward the story, they have lost the humour. Do you think that? Important plot points, extremely important. Uh, and that's been the emphasis, is moving the story on rather than all the jokes. Right, I'm going to have to go through some things in my head. All right. That <laughs> Could you do it out loud? Because otherwise, that's not, it's not the medium for in-head in thinking. That I think are very funny. All right. And I'm challenging you because I think you're going to change your mind. Okay. And then I'm 
perhaps will tell you the things that <laughs> annoy me about this episode. <laughs> and and I won't me. change my mind. Go on then. Number one. Yeah. And you knew about this? Come on! That is absolutely brilliant. Would you way... like to give a little bit of context to the... Yeah, so... And you knew about this. You, so this is one... And this is the other thing I like about this episode. It's got lots of firsts. And one of the firsts is we see the Gellers, Mr and Mrs, and we see the important dynamic between Monica and Ross's siblings and mm-hmm. how they look in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah sure. Comes about sure. Loads important loads. plot point. Very, yes. very well established. And yep. it's the first yep. time yep. we yep. see yep. that. So you get this scenario where Monica basically says to Ross, look, they are giving me all this crap about the state that my life's in. I'm not married and all this kind of stuff. You've got all these things going on that if they were happening to me, they'd be, you know, they're moaning at me and I haven't done anything. And actually you've got stuff that they're going to be really worried about and disappointed in. So you need to help me with this. And Ross is very noble Mm -hmm. and falls on his sword Mm -hmm. and says to his parents in a moment of great shame and humility, this is what's really going on with me and... Uh, Carol, mm-hmm. to which you think you know they the Gellers kind of look at each other in a we we can't believe this is our golden boy, mm-hmm. but actually then uh, Mrs. Geller, ter- Judy Geller, as I like to call her, <laughs> your first name turns, yeah, Judy, yeah. turns to Monica oh, and actually hey, says, <laughs> and you knew about this, and it's just brilliant because well, I'm, it was so surprising to me when I watched the episode for the first time, and I I just think it is that, that Ross can just do no wrong. And I just find that really funny. And it is, it is a, it's a funny scenario and it's something that plays out for a long time, isn't it? That Monica is always in the kind of shadow of Ross and that's funny. I guess going through that though, I was starting to feel it was a bit heavy handed. You know, it was a bit, it's a bit like, okay, we get the point. Ross is, and Monica's always explained this to us. Ross is the prince. And so there are there are some funny moments in there, but you start getting things like, oh, we're having spaghetti. That's That's easy. one bit I don't like, yeah. That's easy. Um, or, um, what's that you curry know, taste? Oh, what's that curry taste? Curry. Uh, and then what was the other one? Oh, um, at least she had a chance to leave someone at the altar. It was kind of getting a little bit too obvious. And and, and the, the kind mm. of the reality of actually... Um, uh, someone saying, "Oh my god, you know, my life is. You, I'm not with my wife anymore, and yeah. actually, you're going to be grandparents and blah blah blah." And for them to kind of turn around, yeah, of course, it's a comedy. It's not reality, but it. It's, you get um... that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take your point. Yeah. And we talked actually last episode about some of the characters being caricatures at this stage, mm-hmm. and maybe that's what's happening with this relationship. It's got to be hammered home so much. Well, there you go. There you go. But it doesn't stop me from enjoying it though. And that's All just right. number one. All right. Okay. Number two. Yeah. The kid in the dentist chair. <laughs> okay, yeah. Come on. Right. That is beautiful. That is funny. It is, it is, it is, yeah. That's now funny. this is going to hurt. Funny. Me? No. <laughs> Spit. So, Ooh, me. So when Barry is, <laughs> so when Barry is, uh, yeah, about to tell Rachel this big news, so she's going to give him the engagement ring back. Yeah. And he goes to... Don't ask me, by the way, why she's doing this in the middle of him actually in an appointment with somebody. If I was his patient, I would not be happy about that. No. Why is she doing that? Why couldn't they have a Well, Robbie's going to be here for hours. Yes, woman. Why couldn't they have a drink after work? Uh, Lunch break. What's going on? Why is she in there? Anyway, he's got a lot of teeth to fix. There's a bad bad teeth. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, yeah, and then uh, she says... um, He's going to give them the engagement ring back and and he's there about... She's like, why do you look so tan? Which always, as an English person, it's funny to me that they don't say tanned. Yes. They say tan. 
quite a cute little American thing. Uh, and then, um, uh, so why do you look so tense? Oh, I've got, this is going to hurt. And then the, and kid the kids are like, like oh, me? No, but no, no. What I love about that is those characters, and he is really a very, in- an incidental character. It doesn't matter. It's just a patient. The funny scenario is that, well, the, the thing he's got to tell Rachel and the fact that he's actually trying to do his job at the same time. Yeah. Why they, they didn't need to give that kid. And the kid, I think the kid's absolutely brilliant as well. The actor. I wonder where he is really today. Good. I know, I was actually <laughs> thinking that when we were watching it. Number three. Right, okay. Funny kid, yeah. Feeling a little nauseous. And all three of them at the sonogram. They've been arguing, arguing. Oh, the I doctor see. comes in. Any nausea yeah. today? And they yeah. all go a little, yeah. A little, a little, yeah. I just when think when the doctor think... is referring just to the yeah, thing. they're just... I just think they're really perfect moments and they make, they pack this episode full. Like, I feel like they are incremental. They're not needed for the other bit of the story. Like, I take your point. There's a lot of progression. There's mm, a lot of progress mm, made here. Mm. But I, for me, I was laughing properly watching this again and I just thought it's got more good moments in it than I would have expected for an episode two. And I guess because they're packing so much, I told you, I get I, I hear you and there are you know there are funny funny moments of course uh but I guess the Monica Rachel and Ross dominance of the episode um means that Chandler Joey I don't think Chandler Joey and Phoebe do anything this whole episode as well which is again why it can't be super amazing for me because I love those three I don't think they I, I think they do nothing at all I had not noticed that Oh, <laughs> and even do you know what Monica? Oh, well, no, of course Monica does. Monica and Ross yeah. are very much the parents. Ross does the yeah. thing uh, with the yeah. sonogram, and Rachel's got the whole Barry thing going on. But the other three don't have anything to do with it. That's true, and it is the case also that Chandler and Phoebe again just make silly comments. Yeah, to things floopy comments. Although, although Phoebe, okay, you know, I've said it's not so funny, but uh, as an episode, but Phoebe does have my best line, my best joke of the episode, actually, which is. Which is, uh, so Rachel comes out of the bedroom looking a bit panicked, going, has anyone seen my engagement ring? <laughs> Pointing to her hand and looking a bit panicked. And Phoebe just rolls her eyes and goes, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's really that good. That is a funny line. I, she has a close second for me. Which oh, really? Is the, when uh, Ross says, is explaining that Carol said she's pregnant and he can be involved or not. And then Phoebe's just like, oh, she's great. I miss her. I just think <laughs> Really, really I miss her. What was I the know. other joke I thought I really loved? Oh yeah, no, there's the one about nausea, which we. So there's some funny lines in it. I guess there's two two themes of why I it grates on me a little bit is because the one I've talked about already is a little bit of the heavy handedness with yeah we get it you know yep. Monica is and he says you know people like Ross are there to shine in life. I get it. I just think that could have been handled a little bit more subtly, uh, and then that is quite funny though because. He's saying he's trying to make Monica feel better. Yeah. But he's telling her, he's like, you with your puzzles and your. <laughs> like and really Is I'm, it just because yeah, you're genuinely. It, yeah. It's me, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's why I, I like that bit. But he's, he's actually, he's trying to say, you were actually a really good, sweet kid. Mm. But everything he's saying is that like, you, yeah. you had no friends, you yeah. know, you were fine. And yeah, that, I yeah. just, I found that quite funny. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah, because so, it was me. Maybe, yeah, the dad, dad is a bit better, but uh, Mama Gella, or Judy Jude, as you call her, uh, would, is a bit more sort of heavy-handed. And then the second part of the episode that just leaves me not, doesn't quite connect with me as much either is, so they're in the sonogram, they're in the actual, um, yeah, doctor's office, yeah. and they're waiting, 
And this sort of argument kind of occurs between yeah. Carol, Susan and Ross. That the Netflix person is has a, totally fixated yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that I think I do you know, the one with the argument about the name at the end. <laughs> maybe they maybe they've actually been skiving and they just watched the last two minutes of every episode <laughs> maybe. what's this sonogram about <laughs> what with the sonogram at the end i'll just watch the end just watch the end of the episode Please spoiler <laughs> yeah um uh so they're having they're in the they're in this uh dust office and it just lacks a little bit of again it's like this reality thing it's a bit sort of being we got 22 minutes to 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 be to kind of drive the point home that this yeah. is an this is this this all these different things going on but the three of them together are not it's it's going to be a challenge right yeah. this is a potential for challenge and um and how he they start talking about the surname <laughs> maybe this is a really good point about the next thing they do talk about the surname and she's like well you know we we weren't even going to put geller in the surname they're not even going to put ross's name in the surname yeah. and they kind of have this like, and i think come on that you're gonna have the kid you're not you're you two are gonna raise it this child ross isn't yeah you're kind of cutting him out a bit and then you're just you know you're just kind of taking the piss that you're not even gonna and did carol not change her name then when she got married did she not become carol geller oh because i was Good just point. thinking yeah isn't she called Good carol point. geller maybe she changed her name yeah. back when she got divorced maybe. and that actress at carol oh now then there's pete best who left the Beatles? Yeah, and there is <laughs> someone or other, Anita Baron. Oh, who decided? Do you know what, guys? I do you know why she did? She didn't carry on. I do know. Uh, you'll correct but me if I'm may, wrong. Maybe these are. Yeah, she had learned. Well, she she tried out for one of the three main female characters. Didn't get one of those. Was offered Carol, and was disappointed. It wasn't a bigger mm-hmm. part or yep. a more recurring part yep. and went for something else where she would be a bigger star yep. of the show which yep. never even yeah yeah and and i think that is a fair call by the actress at the time hmm. she's gonna be oh yeah she a, couldn't have known a bit part do you know hmm. how many oh is it here's a bit of trivia for you do you know how many episodes carol the character appears in through the whole oh. of friends oh Oh goodness me! I haven't got time to sit here and work it out. Have I? No, you know I'm it. gonna guess she is probably only she's probably in less than ten. I'm gonna mm, say seven. She's in sixteen. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's in sixteen episodes of. God, how many a lot. Are there in there? Well, two hundred forty. Two hundred forty. Okay, so she's in very few. So this actress made a call. She's thinking, right? Oh, right. I'm gonna be. Little did she know, though. I but I suppose <laughs> she she made she made the right call that actually you know Carol is is not one of the core six. You're yeah. not gonna get much screen time. Um, so yeah, why why not go and start you know auditioning for these other things where I could be the next you know I could be Grace in Will and Grace or I could be Dharma yeah. in Dharma and Grace. So she went and did, she went and tried that, which I think is a fair choice. But oh my god, because actually, oh my god, you could take that sixteen. Oh. And you could multiply it by the number of reruns. <laughs> yeah, well, the reach of those 16 yeah, is far greater than it's any other phenomenal. thing she's ever going to have. But yeah, you can't, in hindsight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that... And, and well, here's a question. What do you think of the eventual Carol? Do you wish that this one had continued? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, I just don't know, because, you know, we spent so many years so many so much time with yeah eventual carol she, and she's is, very she good. is carol yeah. she's very very, she's very, very good. good i have two questions for you uh oh my first question was yeah 
would you rather we'd stayed with old Carol? My other question is, why are there noodles in a lasagna? Oh. This might be an American thing. How could they be noodles, though? No, but I think it's an... I think this might be an English versus American language thing. Lasagna is layers, right? Yeah, but Italian for layers. What's Italian for layers? Oh, lasagna. lasagna. Isn't it? Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I think it is. Oh, right. And isn't the point that by definition the layer creates a breakwater between the bits of filling noodles don't do that podcast about foreign language or cooking anyway. i think that the sheets as we were calling pasta sheets might be called noodles in america the sheets itself that's even weirder i don't know maybe but you know what establishes a few things about that lasagna is monica can cook this is something that she does and that starts to establish out i mean we know she's we know a she chef already but restaurant so, um and that joey then is he eating the food when ross is kind of uh landing all this heartbreak joey's at the back eating the food so joey's obsession with food i think is an interesting little throwback here that that yes. starts and then of course the run-up to uh and why she had to then make spaghetti and she's because the engagement ring is in the lasagna but you do see monica in neat freak mode for the first time you do cleaning I think cleaning, quite, cleaning quite a nice little moment although she's doing monica it under duress in this episode right she's doing it just because her parents are going to judge her yeah actually what you start to see later is that she has the same standards as her own that is how mother parents judge one's child by the flatness of one's pillow oh very good yeah, yeah. i one of the things i like about this episode as well mm-hmm. it has another first right ugly naked guys mentioned for the first time is he yes i didn't hear that somebody i think it's joey somebody points out of the window and goes oh ugly naked guy is doing whatever so that's the first we don't obviously see him for a long time but that's the first mention of him one of the other things i like is it starts to tap into this idea of the mid-20s crisis i like the rachel and ross's lives you know the lovely bit when i love the bit where he goes to the toilet yeah and then oh, she's yeah. cleaning up and it's late at night in the the in central perk and then he's just nice and he's like can i give you a hand she goes oh yeah gives him the thing and sits down oh, there you go. there's another establishing yeah. character moment that is brilliant the, and he just does the it princess, as well, the princess moment nice. yeah. yeah she's just prince like, oh. and a princess yeah and Aww. there's that lovely bit where she's like you know didn't you just think you were gonna fall in love with someone Aww. and that would be it so you start to get this idea that your 20s actually are a time of they're not a time of settling and uh, that's you for the rest of your life they're actually a time of disruption and turmoil which I think was and quite discovery. a modern thing for the 90s mm. yeah I think pre that time 20s was just basically you get married mm. and buy a house and have a kid here we've got yeah. 20s actually life's not figuring out as you thought yeah. it might have done and maybe these the disruption is the interesting bit because actually both of their lives were going along in that way because she was at the altar about to have this yeah. life of married bliss he was married and yeah um have been for a little while and so yeah the disruption suddenly it all falls you apart. gotta start again but who have you got there your friends to yes. rely on because Very actually good. the parents are a bit of the other here of course aren't they? yeah well this but is the, the other friends thing. are the ones so for me on. theme number one of the mm. whole show is about yeah. 20s crisis yeah second theme is who is your real family yeah it's not necessarily the people you're related to and in fact they are often in all cases they're alien mm. they all have big barriers between themselves mm. and their parents don't mm-hmm. they that, that come yeah, out yeah, yeah. i would like to just very briefly touch on the opening pre-credits bit for this one okay which so we started episode one oh, with a dating story yeah. and we start episode two also with again quite a risque mm. dating story but told in metaphorical fashion yeah. as joey obviously loses yeah. the thread of mm-hmm. But I just think, what what do you think about that conversation? 
and it did come to mind that basically the boys are kind of saying you set an expectation with this comedian that Pink Floyd is going to be the main show and that's all we're really interested in mm-hmm. just thinking about the modern world uh, you know what things are happening today with um, oh I'm friends for a lens are you friends I'm friends for a lens like, I feel like a lens is coming I've over here <laughs> I've moved I've segued <laughs> seamlessly <I see. laughs> so so seamless to friends for a lens yeah. friends for a lens which is it's Looking 20 years at friends on. through the lens of yeah it's 20 years yeah. on and how sometimes there are going to be some things that feel a bit weird things that might jar us yeah. with our more yeah so what did you think about Millennium that middle. so the, the joke is that men are basically around just for the main act yeah and women like the stuff do you know beforehand. what that didn't actually occur to me as something that was different or changed it's the way it's the way ross goes it's not necessarily why we bought the ticket it's yeah. like basically that's what yeah that's gonna happen yeah i don't know I'm well, really reading you, too much into it you, it jarred with you I just wondered, there's just so much these days, particularly around assumptions, around expectations, around oh. what are people, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the girls are saying, like, the kissing isn't, you know, we're there for the kissing. That's that's great. That's, and the kissing that's is just, just, as, as, important just as important. And as the guys are like, else. that the, that's is the a means to an guy. end. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, we're only doing that yeah, yeah, yeah. to get to, to get employed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you want kissing and snuggling afterwards, it's hard for us to even stay awake yeah, because yeah. we've had what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is one friend to a lens. And that's interesting because that's not something that occurred to me, but I can see in this world of much more um, conscious kind of yeah. consent and, and being comfortable with stuff like that. I can see why that occurred to you. Uh, my friends for lens one was um, a little bit about, so when Ross meets Susan, so yes. Carol, so in comes the girlfriend and yeah. Carol's like, Susan, and it's like, hello Ross. And, um, and they shake hands and he goes, Good shake. Yeah. Of course it would be a good shake, you know. And uh, and then he makes another comment quickly after that, which is, um, Dr. Bro- Dr. Oberman, is he? And they go, she. And he goes, oh, of course she. Yeah. And there's something like, okay, so if you are lesbian in in, in this uh, in, in this time, then you have to either actively um, really champion women in a, in a, in a, what's the word, like a, a, a very open uh way or you have to act manly and have good hard handshakes and i I had this as a friends through a lens topic as Mm -hmm. well but the more i thought about it the more i thought again the joke the joke is actually on ross Mm -hmm. because the way they cast carol and susan they are the antithesis of what i mean susan is threatening to ross obviously partly because his ex-wife is in love with her but because she is very clever, she's very articulate. I mean, one of my favourite jokes in this episode is when he says, you know, I don't recall you making any sperm. And she goes, yeah, and we all know what a challenge that is. Like, <laughs> she's brilliantly um, adept with her wit and her mind and her intelligence. And I think that makes her a threat. Because actually, they're both really if you like non-stereotypical looking for the time yeah what you might have someone might have ca- you know they don't yeah. have short hair just no. don't want to be too but like do kind worry, of pathetic about I it I do worry that's the network doing that because they're thinking America's not ready for oh it could be that yeah, yeah you might be right like but I think the joke for me the joke here is on Ross because him saying things like oh you know good handshake it's just showing you how he can't he's not respecting them he doesn't take them seriously yeah. I don't yeah. think when I'm 
finding that funny, I'm thinking, ha ha, yeah, she would have a good handshake. I'm thinking, Ross, you're a, you're an idiot. Yeah. Because you're not able to accept this relationship. But actually, Carol and Susan are both, um, if you like, from a network point of view, they are very, they are like people who you might live next door to. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I think attempting to make this make this statement that this yeah, is a completely non unusual way of life. So maybe actually it was pretty innovative for its time to have it be very normalised situation. And actually, you're right that the joke is on Ross more it's not like they're taking the piss out of these two it's that actually he's being a bit of an idiot by making these comments and things and that was innovative to the time because we hadn't had things like will and grace was still a couple of years away yeah that was a very big deal to get that on television ellen hadn't come out yet and as soon as she did her show fell apart and she was kind of yeah put aside so yeah maybe it was actually for very mainstream television there had been no gay kiss on television ever before you know this, this was not very... in america there had been in the oh, uk of course yeah 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 yeah. it's me i know i um shouldn't be probably talking about all the sitcoms but it just strikes me that in seinfeld there are some very dodgy comments about right. being gay as well yeah there's a, a there's one where george and jerry are like they're they're for some reason george worries that people think he's gay and he's really really paranoid oh, about it and yeah God. it's just very ouch it's yeah. very upsetting yeah. all right so the good things about this episode funny jokes i felt a little bit some of it's done a little bit heavy-handedly so what do you think overall score my overall score so it's it's higher up my ranking than the initial episode was what the pilot yeah this is higher than the pilot mm-hmm. so uh, in my ranking i had this as ninth oh. out of the 24 episodes of season one which oh. so you, you're up at like a like a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten you give us episode. I think it's really what blooming good. lens are you watching this through? <laughs> <laughs> a drunk lens. Are you not doing it? What was your score? Um I'm a seven point one. What? Jeez. <laughs> Can only dogs can hear you. <laughs> um What? Uh, yeah, How 7. can you justify that? Because I just I've just spent the last <laughs> best part of twenty minutes justifying right. it. Fair enough, you are. Um yeah. All right. Well, okay. Um, All right. What's your best joke? Is your Phoebe? Phoebe with yeah. her. Um, yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. Mine is the. And you knew about this. Who's your Who's your best? Who's the best friend in this for you? Who's the best character? Mm, the best character is Ross, because uh, you you do root for him. He like the way he's looking at Rachel is. Uh, in some of those things is extremely sweet he's got this sweet center this very kind heart that we are gonna uh love more and more and his comedic timing when he he gets the little um, baby out of the the model oh, baby God. thing and it goes flying across That's the room brilliant. and all this kind of stuff and the way he just moves his body mm. he he's funny mm. and this episode was actually you know it kind of starts with him it ends with him and i think he had the gravitas to pull it off snap I Great. fully agree. Oh, good. Ross is my favourite. Pretty much the first thing we've agreed on. Yes, <laughs> yes as well. Very um, good. And I, I also like that at the very end, you get another first for me. So you've got the first kind of gala appearance. You've got the first ugly naked guy. Mm. You get the first stuff about this kind of mid-twenties crisis and stuff. I also like 
one of the things I notice in friends is that you always have what looks like it's going to be a cheesy moment. There's mm. always this like hugging mm. and learning thing. Mm. But what I love about it is that they pull the rug out from under you on that. And mm-hmm. the one, the, I think you get the first one here, mm-hmm. which is Rachel saying to Mindy, no, oh, I'm so happy for you. You're great. You know, and you think, oh, you know, she's really matured and she's accepting this and she's moving on. And then she does the... I hope he has. They have. His old hairline and your old nose. Which is actually funny because Jennifer Grey, who plays Mindy, has probably the most famous... Your old face. (laughs) Your old (laughs) entire face. Yeah, you're the most famous nose job ever, right? She was in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Extremely iconic character. Very famous, um, uh, very famous look. She had a nose job. She never worked again. Now you say this, but when Barry and Mindy marry, Mm. uh, Jennifer Grey had another facelift because that's not the same person that's not the same like, movie, no, no, no. how many <laughs> how, she, how she much plastic another surgery yeah. <laughs> that was the one with the sonogram at the end next time we'll be talking about episode three the one with the thumb the thumb So please don't forget to subscribe wherever it is that you're listening. Tweet us if you like, at friends from A to Z. We'd love to hear from you and we really hope you can join us next time. Until then. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession and you share our obsession too.